Hello, everyone. I'm Yasra Mamizadeh, and you're listening to another episode of Tavan Studio and Conversation, where we talk about art, design, and living creatively with female artists and makers. Today, we have Maitha Hamdan with us, a Marathi artist. Um, I'm really excited to have this chat with her. I met Maitha. Um, I don't know, a year ago, a year and a half ago. The first time I met her was at um, Tashkil, Tashkil Studio. It was at an exhibition. And that's where I kind of got familiar with her photography. And then later we met up, uh, had hot chocolate and had this like super long chat. Um, so I'm happy to reunite with her again. And this time recorded for all you listeners. Hi, Maitha. Welcome. Hi there. Thank you. Thank you, Esther. How are you doing? Fine, actually. It was, um, you know, it was a great journey, <laughs> 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2020 has been, has been interesting, to say yeah. the least. A roller coaster, um, to be honest. Yeah, Seriously. So, Maita, um, Yella, before we get into your practice itself, uh, could you give us some background on yourself, on your journey on becoming into an artist? Has this always been your passion from before, or is this kind of a new path that you've been taking? Um, uh, when you talk about art, uh, that Yani, art is something that I feel it, it, I was born with it and I feel that mm. art is it belongs to everyone else when they oh, they are born with it because the the time and the moment you start writing your name it's like you're an artist you are you are mm. literally drawing your name so I feel everyone is an artist so and this is something I believed in since I was young because um, I had the opportunity to have multiple and beautiful uh, uh, artists in my life since I was young. My aunt was an artist herself. She was like a photographer of the family and uh, she was an artist. She used to draw for us and uh, and my mom uh, was a writer. She used to uh, like uh, poetry and she was obsessed about po- poets, reading a lot of, about them. And my dad was was just a heavy reader, you know, he likes mm. to read a lot. So I've been surrounded by a lot of artists in my life. And I feel um, so blessed even in school when I was so young. Um, I had the opportunity to have uh, great art teachers when they discovered me. And um, they gave me like the chance to draw. Yani, let me tell you this. I was so. seven years old, <laughs> and then my art teacher decided to give me like a whole wall just to tell mm. me, Mitha, draw whatever you feel like, but I just need you to draw a plane with the Emirates flag on it. Okay. Then I was seven, and she's giving me, she has given me a wall. A it mural, was, basically. A mural. Yeah. She commissioned you to do a mural. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, when you think of that and at, at that young age, you feel that nothing is impossible. And mm. it's not about just um, uh, a brush with a very small A4 size um, notebook you can draw on it, but you can do a lot of things. And here where, where I felt 
so um, empowered at a mm. very young age by women who tell me, you can do this. خلاص, it's yeah. okay, you can do this. Uh, it's okay, mm. you can, don't be afraid. It's, it's just a word. You can, uh, we can redo it. And <laughs> يعني, um, it was amazing. And um, when I go back and forth, يعني, it, there, was, there was a phase in my life that I went and I stopped anything mm. related to art. يعني, I felt this is, these, these are one of the darkest phases in my life. And mm. here when I realized I was maybe at 23, 24. Mm. When That's when you stopped? I stopped. I was in a very dark uh, phase. Um, and here is when um, I felt like if I didn't do anything related to art, uh, something, something is wrong. Here I realized mm-hmm. that I am an artist, an actual artist. I express myself through art and these moments, uh, either through photography, videography, art, painting, uh, mm-hmm. um, performance, all of that, and even writing. يعني, mm-hmm. I felt that uh, I refused to be in a box when mm-hmm. someone is telling me, Okay, Metha, what a, what kind of artist are you? يعني, are you a multidisciplinary artist or what are mm. you exactly? And I tell them, Saraha, to be honest, I, I refuse to be yeah. any kind of artist. I'm still exploring. To label my, yourself. Yeah, because yeah. when I see those, um, the first generation of Emirati artists, I felt like they discovered themselves. Okay, يعني, they had these phases when mm. they were doing something for 10 years and then فجأة, Suddenly, they went to something else. Mm. So I felt like it's, it's okay to to uh, discover or maybe uh, know what I will do for the rest of my life. It doesn't have yeah. to be uh, in my 20s. Maybe I will discover that in my late 40s. So mm. I'll, just, I'll just keep exploring and taking, like, learning a lot just by learning and knowing. Yeah. I think also that's like one of the issues a lot of artists have. Yeah. Um, I'm including myself in that as well, that we feel like from the beginning, before even doing that much or experiencing that much, we feel like we have to put ourselves in this box and like fully like start defining ourselves. And I think that comes with the art world and the expectations. Exactly. You know, it's like, tell us what you're about. Tell us what drives you. Exactly. Tell, you know, give us your statement. Give us your this. And it's like, you start thinking about the yeah. explanation part before exactly. you even do and the there work. There is nothing and wrong yeah. with that, to be honest. It's it's not nothing wrong with that to to let people know what you are specialized in. And right. but here, but for now, it's like it's all about building your own brand. What mm. is your brand is all about? Yeah. It's, and but I mean, like what, it shouldn't yeah. dictate what exactly, your, exactly. what your art is, Yanni. Yeah. And when uh, you see an artist doing all of these things, you feel that this artist is so scattered. I mean, he doesn't mm. know what he doesn't he want to do. But yeah, whenever I see these kind of artists, I feel so connected to them. I yeah. feel like multi-talented artists mm-hmm. that yeah, I feel so astonished and I feel so. Um, 
like I, I, I have these fanning moments, you know, where, <laughs> but I don't show moments. it. Yes, I, I never show it because I feel like I need to act like an artist, you know, uh-huh. with these kind <laughs> of hand gestures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. Um, so you said that during, uh, so there was a dark phase in your life where you kind of um, stopped doing anything related to art. Mm-hmm. Um so what was it exactly that pulled you out of that? Was it just not doing it that was making your life darker? Like you just had to get out of that? Yeah, I, I remember that um, there was like one one um, situation that happened. And I remember this moment um, exactly as mm. it is. Um, I had one of these you know, very dark situations. And I was literally, I called my friend and I was crying. I didn't know what to do. Mm. And then she said this thing exactly. Mitha, disconnect yourself from this situation now and mm. go practice what you want to do, what you love. Just mm. disconnect. I know what happened to you is so يعني heavy on you right now but when you just step out of the situation and just do whatever you love and then يعني, I know exactly I just drove away to one of the beaches of Al-Hamriya uh, beach and I had my Polaroid camera and I just mm. started taking photos and beautiful photos of them here when I found myself I know that I'm so grounded to earth when I just do what I love, يعني, why, mm. why did I do this? يعني, why did I stop uh, doing mm. art just for the sake of? I have so many, um, so many roles in my life of like yeah. being a mother, being a sister, being a businesswoman, being a lot of things. And then, no, Mitha, you're an artist. Yeah. Don't forget that you you keep on just saying that this is not important, but this is the core. Of yourself, and that is beautiful. Yes. What made you think that it wasn't important? Because I felt... And I'm asking this again because I feel like a lot of people go through this. Yeah, and and I know a lot of people... Back and forth, back and forth. Exactly. And they stop. I know a lot of people that stop doing art just for the sake of... First of all, it won't give you a lot of money, and it's not a career. To, mm. to really think about it. So you have like your business or you're an employee and you don't even have time. And now you're a mother, a new mother. It's, it is like a whole loop. I, I feel like I'm in a hamster wheel where I have to do mm. all these things. And when I finish, and then I'll just go back to my art. But mm. it wasn't finishing at all. Exactly. It was like, like you have to make the time, you have to give it the attention that it needs. Exactly. So... Yeah. So I felt like art is like my third baby and my third child, where I felt like the, this baby is still crying, but I, I'm not even giving it attention until mm. when it got really sick here, when I felt like, خلاص, no, no, this is something yeah. that I really need to take care of. It. Yeah, it was probably, it was getting sick and it was making you sick yes, as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you so speaking of your practice itself, I know you say that you're in a um, experimental phase and you don't even know how long this is gonna go on for, and there's no expectation mm. on you know 
how there's no deadline exactly. on that. Yeah. But is there is there maybe in this current time right now something that it that you are focusing on? I know that you've j- recently um, graduated from the seventh cohort of yeah. the CIF program. Congratulations! Thank you. I still need Thank to come you. and see the exhibition, but yeah, I'm like hoping the I'm hoping the COVID test like stops. I just took so many <laughs> tests because I was traveling. I'm like I just do this one recovering the one with from the all these tests. Tips. Yeah, the one with That's the fingerprint, you can just halas. go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I really I really do want to go. You and a couple of uh, other friends of mine are in that exhibition. Um, so do you kind of want to give us um, an insight into your, you know, your creative artistic world currently, what you are experimenting with, what are the different things that you're going um, back and forth with right yeah. now? Uh, for now, I am uh, collaborating with artists and photographers mm-hmm. and also videographers when I tell them that I have something in my mind that's like it's something so itching and I need mm-hmm. to do it now, mm-hmm. otherwise I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I feel something would be wrong. So I tell them that I have a movie, uh, I have like a script, I took it from an, uh, an Emirati writer. And okay. I tell her, I told her that I just created as a visual diary, because I've been doing this um, for quite some time, mm-hmm. uh, but I didn't publish all of these videos. I, I just published few, uh, and the rest were uh, a bit private. But um, it was something beautiful that I wanted to create. So I just took this from an Emirati artist. It is something so beautiful. She was talking about art. And how art just make people feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I feel like... It was very essential. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, I'm, I'm still talking with a lot of videographers and just creating the script and the storyboard for it so we can just start and do it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you collaborate with other artists, it's, it, it, there, there would be like a very nice baby. You know the outcome? <laughs> A nice mixed baby. Yes, a nice mixed baby. You never know what the outcome, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting that you say, you know, sometimes I feel like artists are so, um, like, protective of their work, and and it's just like they don't, if you have a big idea or a small idea, whatever, if you have an idea in your head and it's like it requires videography you don't have to go like go take classes and like figure out how to do the videography there are people who are like super skilled in that who'd be more than you know who'd be interested in collaborating um so i think that's like something it's a really good point to remember that you you don't have to be alone all the time and you could create even more interesting things when you work with other people Exactly, and this allowed me a lot to flourish in my own business, mm. and uh, people started to know me as a creative director of every, in multiple ads, so for now I'm handling like a couple of projects, and they just want me as a creative director, just mm-hmm. to tell them how the scene can be, and how um, the look and the feel of this of this ad maybe or of this video. It doesn't have to be an ad, but just a video. So yeah. I'm, I'm really... So you're kind of like a visionary. Kind yes. Of, like you, you could envision things. Exactly. Wow. So this is something I really enjoy, and I, I'm, I'm feeling... I never knew that mm. there is a job title called creative director. Uh-huh. Uh, so when 
when someone met me like um, a few years ago and I told them that uh, I do that and I do that and that whenever I want to do a video I like to vision and I tell them exactly what to do. So, yeah. oh yeah, so you are a creative yeah. and art director. <laughs> really? <laughs> Is that me? So yeah, I'm so happy to create, to, yeah, yeah. when someone is telling me, yeah, I am also a creative director. So, so yes. when I saw you last time, again, like this was around a year ago, you were talking to me also about, um, you were busy, I think, doing fashion at that time. Yeah. You were making, I remember, um, specific clothes and you are kind of, you were saying how like the fashion industry was like everything was repetitive and you're exactly. trying to do something that's a little bit different. Are you still doing fashion? Like I'm really interested in, I feel like when I see you on Instagram, like you have like, you do, um, you have multiple business businesses. Yeah. You do yeah. like, I saw you have like the stationary business Mm. and then you have fashion and then you have your own personal art and now you're going to be doing production. How do these, are you, are you still doing fashion or does it come and go? Are these related to each other? I'm very interested when people do multiple things, like not just, you're not just like exploring different, you know, Mm. I'm going to do print today. I'm going to do, you know, pencil today. It's like completely different industries and you have a business in them. How do you, how do you connect these guys to each other? Are they completely uh, separate? They they are not all completely separate because it all um, comes from me, from my brain. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like um, my goal, my long-term goal is to create my own Nita Hamdan's brand which mm-hmm. is anything, either fashion, mm-hmm. uh, accessories, painting, artworks, it all goes into Mithahindun as a name. Mm-hmm. So um, my other businesses, it's like uh, for fashion, it comes, it comes and goes because I feel like it's, um, I, I, I decided to make it as a slow fashion where mm-hmm. uh, I keep on uh, recycling all of the materials that I have until خلاص I'm done with mm. all of them and I still have a lot to be honest yeah. so uh, it still come and goes and uh, because I'm in, a, in another program so I did two programs at once and call me yeah, I'm crazy I don't know what how, how I did this well, which what, which was the other program the other program is uh, a Ziyami program which is under Earthy Council Art Council um, craft counseling so uh, this other mm-hmm. program it's like a 10 months program but it extended into a year as well with COVID oh, wow. and then and both of them it was it, it needed a lot of attention it needed a lot of wow, you, you must have spent so much time on your laptop not my laptop even I'm just spending my life خلاص telling myself how why why Nathan <laughs> Both at the same time. Nish meta nish. So I had a lot of moments of regrets. Yani, mm-hmm. mo- moments of regrets. Yani, I was like... Overworked. Khalas. Yeah, overworked. Yeah. But uh, I learned a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Of, of just talking with my mentors about my, my fashion business. And mm. uh, educating myself about this business. And if... If I really, it's like, it's all about decisions. What do you want to do? Do you want to take it to like 
uh, an Asian market or do you want to take it into like Europe? Do you want to take it into... يعني I had a mentor who was a consultant to, to Zara and Kassoulior, uh, a lot of, a lot of يعني high-end brands. And he was just talking to me directly, one-on-one, yeah. for over 10 months. And this is amazing. This is one wow. of the most amazing opportunities. So he was just telling me, Mika, you have this brain yeah. and you have this personality and you're just doing it through your fashion. يعني yeah. People know يعني, from your brand of fashion, know it's, yeah, this is Mika. Because it's, yeah. it's so unapologetic when, when you wear it. And even when you wear it, you represent what you wear. But yet I still feel like I'm, I'm a person who, who likes to explore many things at once. Mm. So if I don't have the, يعني, um, the energy to create something, I wouldn't do it. خلاص, it's my own business. Yeah. عادي, يعني. If I want to stop, yeah. I will stop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this one, so this program that you're doing focused more, it had a more business oriented yeah, business uh, approach and fashion. Yeah. And fashion. Knowing and more about this... uh, textile, knowing more mm. about, um, knowing more about how to be sustainable with your fashion, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, I learned something then... that there is like a pineapple leather, which is the first time in my life to know about pineapple leather. Something oh, new. I I recently actually bought a bag. Um, what was out it of called? pineapple it's by leather? Samara by Samara. I think that's the name of it. No, it's made out of um, it's called apple leather. It's made out apple of apple leather. Skin. Yeah, which is yeah amazing. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. It made me very happy <laughs> buying that. It looks pretty good too. Yeah, and I was like, wow. You, yeah, yeah, of you, course, anything sustainable. It, it's not that cheap, to be honest. But no, it's, I'm it's, sure it's, it's not. Amazing. But I guess it's worth you it. Feel yeah. Good. yeah. You feel good, yeah. Uh, and then in the so and then in the SIF program, that kind of puts you in more of a what what perspective? Uh, what happens over there? Okay, what happens over there? Because everyone asks me, what do you do in SIF? What did you do in SIF? It is like one year fast, and then it, it is um, everyone asks me about this. I tell them it's an eye opening experience exactly that's you, what I've heard as well you really think yeah I mean from the other side of everything yeah mm-hmm. I mean, um, they just give you like a lot of intensive programs yeah I mean, and classes and courses of anything that you might learn in, a, in an art industry I mean, and mm-hmm. then they tell you okay Mitha um why they, they just give you so many things at once and then go and explore. They give you like m- many tasks and they tell you like, Mita, what do you want? Um, this task, you can do it. And then they never give you any instructions. You just mm. do it. And then they, يعني, you discover that every single person did it differently. يعني, without any instruction. يعني, t- gives us like a lot of anxiety because we don't we never know if it's right or wrong <laughs> right like or wrong is, yeah exactly and this is the whole experience there is nothing right and wrong than see nothing yeah. at all everything you do it just makes your your thoughts are deeper um whenever you think about art and whenever you think about your art you just mm-hmm. make it deeper Mm-hmm. When I see myself that, يعني, one or two years ago, and now uh, I say, Alhamdulillah, 
I went to this program. That is such an amazing experience, and I feel like I wanted everyone I know to go th- through this uh, mm-hmm. this uh, program. But you know, we'll see if it's all about يعني, picking the right people. I think for in, in every session. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, amazing. So this is a question that I'm like. <laughs> I kind of don't know how to phrase it perfectly. I don't know if it's like a weird question or not, but I always I've thought about it and I've heard other Emirati artists mention it. Now, living in the UAE, it's kind of a unique situation because it is very diverse. Um, there's a lot of different nationalities, a lot of different people uh, mixing with each other. However, it's still there is still like a distinct separation Emiratis and mm. non-Emiratis. Yani it's it's very obvious. It's not mm. like, oh, we can't tell who's who, you know, like there yeah. is a there is a separation. Do you think that um has ever affected your work? Do you f- ever feel like you're obliged to make a certain type of work because you're Emirati? Do you think there is a a burden or any kind of pressure or not really? Of course, that, but but we'll see if it's not I mean, mm. but out of sleep, it's like you feel uh, that you have to um, maintain a certain image of an Emirati artist that uh, maybe you can't uh, really discuss about certain um, subjects. Mm. And uh, maybe that is maybe a societal uh, subject that might be so maybe too strong or too heavy on them so uh, you know, one of the things I was discussing this with one, another Marathi artist and she was saying maybe it's not the right time okay make, you can create an artwork that discusses mm. all about that but maybe it's not the right time to publish it mm-hmm. so yeah I keep on just uh, create art and it doesn't have to be يعني, published all the time but it yeah. discusses a lot of a lot of things, a lot of uh, issues here in in UAE and uh, and for us even women, to be honest. Yeah. But I feel still it's too heavy for for us as a society and us as Emirati artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe with the right time, maybe I, I will publish. Yeah, yeah. I know you said that you're right now, like again, exploring a lot of different um, art styles and arts methods has there been anything that you've tried and you're like oh my god I'm never gonna do that again <laughs> I will not do that again yeah um dealing with uh, big companies uh-huh. I felt so violated and I felt oh so yeah and you know when they never understand what you do and uh-huh. they just feel like you're a commissioned employee, خلاص يعني, we just paid you for this, and يلا 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 يلا, come and do this, يلا يلا مع السلامة, يلا go. what, what happened? And then just spelling my wrong name, and then um, taking, uh, and just explaining the art that I will be performing in, 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 in a very, يعني, I give you the exact description, and they just write, write whatever they want. It's, Mm. It wasn't it wasn't a pleasant experience that I'm not doing it ever again. 
خلاص يعني يعني if I'll do it, it will be in my own terms. خلاص. Yeah. يعني yeah. just you learn. Set, you set the terms. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um. So we last time when we spoke, we kind of you. I think it was like near Ramadan time, or we're approaching Ramadan, mm. and you had involved your children in creating art with you, and you were like auctioning off their work. I remember for. Yeah. Um, Yeah, to teach them, I guess, about... Do you want to give a little bit more insight? I'm really interested to learn more about you as a mother artist. I feel like this is a topic that people just, like, don't talk about a lot. We always, like, decide to leave this out for some reason. I don't know. Um, But you had talked a lot about your children and how, like, them seeing you as an artist was also empowering for you um could you yeah could you talk a little bit more about you being an artist and a mother and like the relationship with your kids that you have in this regard Um, i really feel uh, with art i became so much closer with my kids and i really yeah i knew them uh closely yeah and i how can i say that Now I differentiate between my two kids, and now I know, <laughs> يعني, their personality, and um, I know that with Khaled, which is my the older one, uh, he doesn't, يعني, he doesn't do well with when when he draws with others, but mm. he's amazing when I sit with him, just one by one, and he's amazing with. Um, Not paint, not liquids, but he's amazing with um, crayons mm-hmm. and exploring. And يعني, th- this is amazing. يعني, and Hamdan is definitely a true artist, but I will never push him to be. يعني, because I am an artist, you have to be an artist. يعني, لا, yeah. But he is a true artist. I am telling you from now, and I, I hope this podcast remains until <laughs> until he's 20 years old, maybe. And I tell him, you are a true artist. He just uh, holds the, the brushes so fearlessly. And I am amazed, and uh, I want to be like him. And he's just yeah. three years old. Yeah. And... Um, Uh, يعني, I'll, I'll just talk about the, the initiative that I started. It was in Ramadan when I told you. Because mm. um, I remember in every Ramadan, it is uh, somehow, يعني, it's all about it, it's all about religion. It's all about focusing on uh, us spiritually. But but then I see my kids and they they just don't know what to do. To be honest, <laughs> really. يعني how would I tell him go and read some Quran and he's like they're just two years old when when we uh, when I started this initiative yeah. and then said يعني how can I incorporate fun with يعني doing good mm-hmm. and and then they can see the outcome so I told them خلاص let's draw something تعالوا let's do something and I just posted one post يعني hey guys I'm just um, I'll just try this out and I'll be selling one painting per day mm-hmm. for just 30 dirhams. 
and all the uh, all the money will go for charity by the end of the month. Um, when يعني, people started getting crazy and uh, <laughs> yeah, they were start خلاص, they are crazy. Well, I want this painting and I want this painting. The beautiful thing that يعني, I love doing it is um, every painting had a small description of the mm-hmm. artist and it's like uh, Hamdan, two years ha- two years uh, old and the name of the painting and a description about the artist. Yeah, Hamdan so you, uh, likes uh, ice cream and black color, <laughs> something like that. And then I just added like a personal note of thanking the, the person who bought this uh, painting. Mm. Uh, it's just by helping, helping the society of raising awareness and helping kids to know more about their religion and doing good and just there is yeah, a, I mean a big part of our religion is charity too charity so, yeah, yeah but it yeah. doesn't have to be like oh yalla put money and then خلاص you, يعني, you can yeah. do it in a يعني, it's in a fun way beautiful way yeah, yeah and Ramadan doesn't have to be يعني, خلاص, يعني, it's, it's not I'm not doing something wrong to be honest yeah. and I'm spending a lot of good time with my kids and then doing good and I keep telling them يعني, when you paint, this is for poor people. We'll give them money and we'll, <laughs> we, we, they will build houses and maybe we will give them... I, I just give them the whole picture. Yeah. And they, they get so excited. So um, I decided, to, because of people are getting crazy, mm-hmm. I decided to put like two or three paintings for auction. Mm-hmm. And it was like every Friday in Ramadan. Uh, for two, for five hours maybe five hours of auction. Oh, wow. But <laughs> yeah, but يعني, the highest bidder was um, I think three thousand three hundred no dirhams. Yeah, wow. it was a kid's painting. I didn't even sell a painting for this price, يعني. and <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was amazing. يعني. يعني the effect and how these kids managed yeah. to collect over 10,000 dirham mm-hmm. for a project and then people, I took pictures, uh, the charity uh, the charity group gave me like uh, photos of the outcome and I wanted to participate in a project that not that is boring, but something sustainable. I wanted something that is sustainable. So I kept looking for a long time. I wanted something that is unique. So I found a group of people who build uh, solar systems for mm-hmm. houses in uh, Sigitra, and which is like a small island in Yemen. Oh, wow. um, and these people didn't even have electricity or anything. When it gets dark, it gets dark dark so with a solar system they had electricity they had uh, speakers for uh, for and they had light also mm-hmm. which is amazing yeah, when I saw the photos and videos and like I kept showing and your everyone. kids saw it too yeah, yes you your kids. yes Khalid Hamdan come and look this is what you <laughs> did when you you remember when you painted and this Oh. They were they were happy, but they still didn't understand it. Like I 
I can't wait until they grow up just a little yeah. bit. So oh they God, understand. You have a lot of stories they... to tell. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's but amazing. This is amazing. Then I feel like um, uh, the effect and how people were engaging and they were supporting us as as, as a person with her kids. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother, yani, after mm-hmm. all. And yes. they were supporting the whole thing. Yeah. Which is art and religion. We can do this. And this Together. is how I practice my art. Which is something Amazing. that is therapeutic, to be honest, and very spiritual. Yes. And how old are your children right now? Uh, no, three and uh, five. Okay. Still still young. But they see you as they see you, I mean, as an artist doing, making art, doing art. It's yeah. becoming part of probably their their reality, you know, like exactly. their normal everyday life. And they keep on telling me, Mama, I want to paint because I have like a, a, a transparent cabinet with all my paint, with all my colors and uh, materials. Mm-hmm. And every single day, Mama, I want to paint. I want to give them the space, but I feel like I don't have it right now. <laughs> but inshallah, hopefully I will have like, um, they, they just do, I mean, they paint casually every now and then, yeah. but not like Ramadan. Ramadan is like your work, yalla ta'alu yeah. come, and this is for charity. And they enjoy yeah. it, to yeah. be honest. I don't mm-hmm. feel like, uh, yeah, I have to uh, love them in a certain way so they can love me with a certain mm-hmm. way. I feel like, um, I don't want to grow up to be a bitter mom, like mm. a lot of moms mm. that I see here in, in our society. Like, I gave you my life and I devoted mm. my whole life for you, and you just, yani, pressure, uh, pressure. Uh, yani, I don't want to pressure my kids into into decisions that they have to take. Yeah, or make you or just make because them feel I'm like they owe you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They don't owe me anything. Yeah. Okay, I I love them with all my heart, and if they love me back, I would be so thankful, so grateful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they love you. I'm back. sure. Yeah, yeah but but <laughs> but you know, it's all about not being bitter. This is the only thing that I don't mm. want to grow up to be because it's it's mm-hmm. something that I saw a lot of uh, broken, a lot of broken people, men. So you mean like people who are like they were artists and they had kids and then they're not and then they kind of blame their children exactly. for that. And I stopped mm. being an artist because of you and I had to be la la la. I have to take care mm. of myself and my mental health so I can be mm. a better mom and a good mom. Mm. And if I am a happy mom, I have happy, happy kids. This is what yes. I believe in. So, um, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so saying it is pretty, it's easy, but how do you put that into practice? Well, it's very like, hard, to be honest, lamenting <laughs> it. But, yani, you, you're, uh, yani, at the end of the day, you, you're not an angel, and you're not made of uh, iron. خلاص, you're a yeah. mom, and you have a lot of things, and sometimes you just don't feel like doing anything at all, and sometimes you feel, you really feel better, because... Because mm-hmm. your your kids are still too young to uh, not changing your plans for yeah. for yeah, maybe if they got sick or maybe if, if something happened you have to be there for them. Yeah. But after all, um, 
everything will fall into the right place when you see it. يعني not forgetting yourself is one of the most important elements in mm-hmm. in being a successful uh, mother and artist at the same time. Yes, and I think also like like when you have kids. Things change. It's not like, oh, yeah, let's just like have everything the way it was. And you have to adapt. And as you said, like you maybe maybe you can't maybe you can't be creating at the same pace or at the same, you know, speed that you were before. Like sometimes it's it's very understandable and okay to pause And to, you know, dedicate your life or like just change directions, just like at least for, I mean, like in the grand scheme, in the big picture, it's not that much time off. You know, one and two years is like nothing. Exactly. You know, people think it's like the end of the world. Exactly. Um, But we live in a a world that is, yeah, everyone is rushing to do everything and just watch what we do. Look at our achievements. Look at what we did. Look. feel like yeah. خلاص, you're racing into something that is beyond you. Why yeah. why wouldn't why would I want to rush myself into just just for the sake of doing? And yeah, just to show people yeah. خلاص, and there's no end to the race exactly. also. Yeah, um, like what are you getting? Who, who am I يعني, trying يعني, to impress? If, mm. يعني, I I want to impress myself if I want to do something. And sometimes I do a lot of things that I don't have to show it to people. Yeah. And I get so impressed by myself uh, by just doing it. And it doesn't have to, you know, I don't have to show people that I'm working on myself uh, just just for the sake of it. فخلاص, yeah. I always ask يعني, uh, younger artists just to take their time, not to rush themselves mm-hmm. just because other people are just doing. For especially us, yeah. mothers and artists slash artists you you have these days where you can't you really can't do anything yeah. but but just yeah and and yeah I mean, sometimes you plan your day ahead and خلاص, ma, whenever I wake up I just do my art and then I'll do this and then I'll do that and that nothing happens accordingly yeah yet <laughs> yet you feel like if you practiced at least by the end of the day anything yeah anything for anything. yourself i always mm-hmm. say you have to mm-hmm. there is something that you have to invest in yourself even for five minutes a day Bas, and that could be anything, anything. Yeah. you don't have to even show it to anyone else just by writing something or drawing just a doodle mm-hmm. some anything it's it's something for you خلاص, this is your achievement for the day Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. never forget yourself. Yani don't let one day pass without you doing something for yourself. And yes. and in terms of art, in terms of mm-hmm. something you want to invest yourself in, in art, just do it. Adi, even if it's something small, it doesn't have to go into the right places and condition and lighting and they don't know what. Yeah. No, yeah. just do it. And then you will feel so so happy with yourself. Don't yeah, 100%. Yeah, we're yeah. so. يعني, I think mothers are built with guilt. خلاص, because yeah. we're so guilty either ways. If I did art, I will forget my kids. 
if I didn't do art, I would forget myself. Forget your art, yeah, yeah. and your art. Yeah, so... So it has to be some kind of balance exactly. in the middle, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, and as you said, if you take care of yourself and um, even even in the smallest ways artistically and your kids see that, like that is important, you know, happy mom, happy kids, happy life. Do you have any rituals when you are, yeah, like any home rituals? in terms of like creativity no nothing at all I'm not consistent when I'm having like a ritual like, yani, <laughs> nothing every day is a new day yes <laughs> yani, sometimes whenever I have an idea خلاص, I, I, I just have one notebook the black notebook mm-hmm. whenever I have like an idea that yani, for, a, for a film a short film or maybe a photography anything I just write it down but mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I have these ideas um, when I paint with my kids and sometimes when I work uh, on my laptop خلاص, I have this idea but I, in terms of rituals when I just do my painting nothing, I just have my radio mm-hmm. with Uncle yeah. Tom songs and then, uh-huh. خلاص, this is maybe, sometimes this is my ritual yeah, but I mean, not that kind of, of that's kind of ritualistic. Sometimes, not all the not time, all the time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so funny. Um, whenever you need to spend some time on your own to clear your head, or like if you run into some kind of uh, I don't know, like artistic block, hmm. what do you do usually? I clean up. I clean up every single thing you can't even imagine. Whenever I have this block, I uh-huh. start to clean my room, and then I have this kind of itch when I want when I go to my mom's room and Mama, can I just clean your room? Just I, I'll just organize it because I feel like when I organize anything, mm. I feel mm. like خلاص, my mind is already organized. خلاص, I clear my oh, mind. Man. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's a, it's a very nice practice where my mom is so happy with it. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like yes, she has a block right now. <laughs> She's no. gonna clean my room. Yeah, my my room is is one of يعني, and even my mom she she tells everyone, look at my Mathan's room. Look how nice it is because I have the blocks. <laughs> because I have the block, that's why. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess it, even uh, yeah, even with me too, I need to have like a clean space. I feel like um, in order to think properly, mm-hmm. like and declutter inside of my head, the outside okay. around me needs to also be decluttered. I'm not always very successful at it though, mm-hmm. but I I completely understand what you are saying and can relate. Um, so I'm just going to wrap up our conversation, our lovely conversation that we've had right now with the last question that I usually ask. Um, and that is, how do you define living creatively? Or what does yeah, living creatively mean to you? That's a tough one. Okay. <laughs> um, having... Uh, the mental space to and the freedom 
to mm-hmm. just express yourself mm-hmm. um, unapologetically. This is living creatively without thinking of boundaries, without thinking of anything else and people's reactions. This is mm-hmm. what I think is, is the, the ideal uh, life of living creatively. Amazing. I really like that. Yeah. That's really beautiful what you just said. Thank you. Well, thank you so much, Maitha. Uh, Maitha, it's been amazing talking to you and thank you for doing this interview with me Amiti, so late thank at you. night. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Adi. Yeah. But uh, I'm so happy. This has been... Yani, thank you for, for considering me because it's the first time of me doing a podcast and I was a bit anxious. Oh, awesome. Well, but yeah, it was well, amazing. Well, you did great. Yeah, yeah and I think we you know, touched on some really nice stuff, beautiful things. Um, yeah, so thank you, Maitha. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a lovely night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.